Folks, welcome in to a brand new episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. It is July 28th, and all of sports are almost back. Before I throw it over to producer Burrs, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor, Pazza Electric. Give them a call at 716-698-2711 today. They can help with any residential or commercial electrical project you need. Anything from fuses to circuit breakers, backup generators, or any general service type work, give them a call and let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you, and they'll give you an extra little discount. Burrs. Sports are almost all here, but I've had a crippling time with baseball being back. I retired once. I came out of retirement real slyly. I didn't even tell anyone that I I put money on this. I went with uh, the Angels um, under in the first five, under four and a half for that game against the A's, and then no runs in the first inning. You get one, two, three, top of the first inning, and then Shohei Otani comes out and has an infinite ERA. Have you had bets like that, Burrs, in the past where that have forced you into retirement? Oh, yeah. it's More more often it's soccer, to be honest. And, uh, you know, like like Al loves his unders. I love my overs. I pick my spots for my overs. But there was this one time I took – it was a Liverpool game. You know, I'm under three and a half. It's that heavier, you know. Not, not the normal two and a half, but go three and a half. And I think I lost it within, like, the first 30 minutes – and it's just, you know, and then you get another time that you lose before halftime, another under, and that's when you just sit there and you go, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. I can't handle it. And that's another reason why I don't do the final or the front first five innings or yes, no runs in the uh, first inning for baseball. Cause I like to, you know, the roller coaster ride, you live it, <laughs> but that's, that's something that really pushes you over the edge, puts you on tilt. So I try to stay away from that thing with those things. It's uh, it's never good. It's never good. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I'm shook between the Indians and Terry Francona the other night, not knowing what to do or knowing how to put down a bunt, and then Shohei Otani absolutely shitting the bed. I'm I'm just lost for words in in baseball right now. Um, thankfully, I've had you know a little bit of excitement with the Blue Jays. Uh, you know, 500 right now, nice four home run performance from them last night to you know keep me going, keep me interested in baseball. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep making picks. I'm gonna keep making leans. I'm determined to get back to betting on baseball, but I will not bet on baseball at the Creek until I lean at least 10 in a row. So I'm going to be fucking busting my ass trying to get back out there on the MLB slate for you guys. But today we're going to start out with the Serie A matchup. You have Inter Milan hosting Napoli. This is a big game here towards the top of the uh, standings there. Inter Milan still have a chance, you know, to secure the second position. They're fighting with Atalanta, who are currently trailing to uh, Parma, and Lazio, who are right there behind them as well. And Napoli already have their Europa spot secure because of winning the uh, Coppa Italia. So in this one, you have Napoli, who I think are in poor form. They have three losses um, as road dogs this year in their three attempts in Serie A. I don't think it bodes well for them today, Burrs. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that. It's I was telling you in the pre-meeting here, it's just I've never had, at least in the last couple of weeks, there's no luck with Inter Milan and, uh, and Napoli. They just seem to burn me every time. They're always that third, fourth, like your parlay that you need it, and they just burn you. Uh, so that's like we don't want to backtrack, but that almost puts you into retirement right there, mm-hmm. uh, maybe betting on certain teams. But uh, on this one, I, I know you, can't, you like in around them on this game. So I, I definitely think I'm going to tell you on that, but 
that might be it. It's a small play of that. This is probably going to be a casual fan day. Watch mm-hmm. that game. See what happens. Because, yeah, Napoli, they have the Europa secured. But you just you just never know. You know, something they might just want to come out and just ruin Inter's day. You know, you just never know. So I'm just going to stick back, watch as a casual fan, maybe sprinkle on intern. Yeah, I don't think I would go a heavy play on this with Inter, but more of, yeah, to give you that a little extra emotional rooting interest, burn a little oh, – yeah fun coupons down there uh, at the creek it's about even money for inter milan right now but birds let's get into this baseball slate tons of action everyone pretty much um playing besides you know what we know what's going on with the marlins and such right now um but birds where are you looking at first well first off if anybody was following me yesterday i was on the raise i love the raise the value at minus 140 it was just it was too easy to give up and they came out hot they scored about 15, 15 runs on the day. Braves made a little bit of a push late in the end, but the Rays dominated from start to finish. So right now in this game, I'm looking, going to take advantage of the overreaction. And I think the Braves at about plus 115 right now is a great value. Uh, Torino's on the mound, a sinker ball pitcher. If you do remember Porcello, who the Braves just shelled just on Sunday night, another sinker ball pitcher. The Braves were eighth in the majors last year against sinker ball pitchers. Offense was coming on late at the end of the game. So I think the Braves come out and get a big win. Plus, you get the Braves at a plus 115 value. I got to love that. Uh, even though you got a young pitcher on the mound uh, for the Braves, young kid, he's coming on. He, it's always question marks. And then you get the bullpen. But I really think the Braves here at this value is something you cannot ignore. Yeah, I think Kyle Wright is a huge question mark, not a small question mark. 0-3 last year with an 8.69 ERA, a 1.88 whip. Um, in his few uh, six innings pitched in 2018, a 4.5 ERA, 1.67 whip. So he struggled in his, you know, small sample in the majors thus far. I like the Rays over four and a half here, uh, minus 118. They've scored at least four runs in every game thus far, and they're coming off a game where they just scored 14 runs. I think they're going to continue to score runs. Um, you know, you're still playing in the trap, friendly confines for them. Um, I think they're going to be able to put up at least five runs here against Kyle Wright, who is very, very unproven. Yeah, you know what? That's it. He's really mainly a fastball slider pitcher, four-seamer. It's dead straight. Yep. He does have a sinker, maybe a changeup, but not much to it. But I'm really intrigued to see that slider and how that slider works. It's just something at the end. He just has that unearthly just motion at the end, just that break that only a handful of guys really have. So it's all about placement. But I do like the over in this game also because I, I do see the Raves at least getting a few runs. But I think the Braves offense definitely makes a big uh, step forward from what they did last night and even from uh, Sunday night. Yeah, yep, I agree with you there. I think it's going to be a lot, a lot of hits, a lot of runs in that one. And then um, I got another lean too. Like I said, I'm going to try to get to ten, and I'm going to try to do it quick. Uh, I like the Blue Jays and Nationals under ten, um, right around even money as well, one seventeen or so at the Creek right now. Um, you have Tanner Roark, who obviously had pitched for the Nationals the past three seasons, I believe, um, or six seasons I think he was there and then last year had moved around a little bit so he knows all these Nats hitters he knows their weaknesses um the only Nationals uh hitter who has a batting average uh career batting average above 200 against Roark is Azrubal Cabrera at 
uh, 350 and 20 at bats. Doesn't really do a lot of damage with those hits. And then you look at um, Voth starting for the Nationals. He had a 3.3 ERA in nine games last year, eight starts. And he hasn't fa- faced any of these Jays batters in the MLB. I think it's going to be a slow go for those guys. So I think an under there where the ball seemed to have really been carrying yesterday and you still got a 4-1 result. I think it's going to be another low-scoring game. These teams feeling each other out first. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, and this is when I look at that, I, I have a, a little bit of a lean towards the Nationals, but uh, other than that, Nationals, Blue Jays games, I usually tend to stay away from the over-unders. That's very unpredictable for me, but you make it a hell of a case to take the under in that one. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to get on the winning path here, Bruce. Right. But uh, if I look a little bit, right now I was looking at another game, uh, the Pirates and Brewers. I did uh, pick the Brewers last night. That was a real nail-biter. He had a, a solid hour-and-a-half rain delay. Uh, come back out, Pirates come out firing, going about 4-1, 5-1 in the game, and uh, Brewers come back, tie it up in the ninth, and then win in extras. I do like the Brewers. Uh, a lot of money has been coming on the Brewers. So they were really about minus 140. It's driven all the way up to about minus 180, almost minus 190. That is a lot of juice. Uh, I don't know if I want to put that much on it. But, and I also like the Sox-Indians over for the night games. I know they're playing a doubleheader today, first game at 340. I do like the over in the second game. Uh, younger pitchers, but both lineups, have they just been destroying the ball. Hits, mm-hmm. bombs, homers, everything, you name it. So uh, right now I'm leaning on the over in that late game too. Yep, I like that, Birds. I think you're on the right track with that. Um, we've seen a lot of – a lot of different trends um, off of some of these um, doubleheaders in recent years. And I think, you know, we're going to see more of those overs. I think, you know, coming with these, you know, quick turnarounds, these quick games and, you know, little layoff, I think these hitters are really going to get into, you know, top form and stay into their top form once they get there. Mm-hmm. But moving on from the MLB, we finally have hockey back. Before I get into some of these lines, Burrs, I know you got a little little something to say about that. Oh, you know what? I know you have a play on this, and right now I'm going to say I'm not touching any of this hockey. I'm just so excited hockey is back. All right? I'm not going to – because right now <laughs> it'd be classic betting with your heart. All right? And you do not you do not do that in hockey. And I – oh, that's how I feel. I'm, it's Christmas in July again. And uh, right now, so you have the Battle of Pennsylvania. You got the Flyers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's going to be a great matchup. And that's at 4 o'clock. So that's not, that puck mm-hmm. drops whew, not very far away. And then you got the uh, Battle of the Original Six, if you want. You got the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs, all right? Obviously, oh, yeah, go but... Habs, go. Go, go Habs, go. You got to believe that. No one likes the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then the final, final game of the night. To cap it off, you got the good old Battle of Alberta. You got the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers. That is going to be a barn burner out there. I cannot wait. I am just giddy. And you know what? I want to see which – because you said you have a play tonight, and I want to know what it is. Yeah, so I'm targeting that Maple Leafs and Canadians game. You look at what the Maple Leafs have at stake here this year in the playoffs. They've got this roster together. You know, they're going to be together for these next couple of years and they're put together to make Stanley cup runs and they've fallen to the Bruins in the past couple of seasons. They have, you know, this choke artist 
name kind of sort of tied to them. They're like, you know, the capitals for, for a while before they could get over the hump. Um, and I think this, this is the time where you really have to start to ramp up. So you're at top gear as soon as these playoffs really get going. So in this first game, they're coming out with basically their full starting lineup. You have Matthews, you have Tavares, you have Nylander, you have, you know, everyone you want to see out there. If you're looking for number one, a Leafs win there at minus 145. And if you're targeting any of these over-unders tonight, the lowest one is six goals. Um, the bookmakers think there's going to be a lot of goals in these exhibition ma- matches. And I wouldn't be too surprised about that. Um, this might get to a point where, you know, you bring your backup in maybe for a period two, um, just to get them a little bit of extra looks um, so that they're ready if anything does happen where, you know, the starter goes down at some point. Um, because you don't have that many games to really, you know, get them a lot of time. They're not going to get very many looks. So this is probably an, an opportunity for that. So you probably don't see Carey Price for a full three periods either. So I think that's a good look there, maybe for the over and the Leafs parlay, plus 222, if you want to get a little greedy. Man, you made a great case there. Plus, you also, you also made me feel like I definitely do not want to make a play on hockey tonight. There's so many question marks. You have no idea what's going to happen but I feel like you have taken the over in some of these games might not be that bad of an idea. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see that, you know, the way everything plays out because obviously some of these teams are going into the play in round and some of them are uh, going into that little round Robin. So um, they're going in a different situation. So do these coaches look at these games a little bit differently because you're only going to really get this one game tune up before you go into these games where you're possibly facing elimination versus where you're just playing this round Robin still, you know, proceeding but mainly to get your, you know, guys going and to have, you know, those games on their legs. So I think that'll be, you know, the main thing tonight is just to see the strategy, different strategy out of these coaches. But I'm, I'm so happy to get the hockey back. We're going to get the game on NBCSN at 4 o'clock, and then the two later games will both be on NHL Network. So we'll be able to watch those. I'll, I'll be having those split screen with a bunch of baseball all evening long. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting close to all sports being back. We got lots of big plans for you guys. Um, obviously, we're going to continue the shows rolling. Um, but, you know, we might we might be getting into a little uh, real degenerate uh, danger zone with maybe a 100 bet challenge. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But make sure you guys, if you ever need any electrical help, hit up Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711, and let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you. They'll give you a little hookup for anything you need. So for today, from producer Burrs, myself, Ty B, stay happy, stay healthy, stay thirsty, go get that free money. Good night now.